Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. People have always been fascinated with the unseen and the mystical. There are countless stories and myths of the unseen realms, from gods to guides with powers and abilities, to beings that want to cause us harm. Is there any truth to these stories? This is a huge topic, and there's no way we can cover everything in one podcast episode. So we'll just be dipping our toe into this huge and fascinating realm of the mystical. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. So let's get started. So Karen, I've been getting more interested in kind of the unseen world mm -hmm. and was just wondering your take on that. It's kind of a big topic, but yeah. what's your take on those things we don't see? Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people, I mean, people have been fascinated by the unseen world for as long as there have been humans, I feel like, right? That's why people do ceremony. That's why people, not only the only reason they do ceremony, but some people do ceremony, you know, to access the unseen, to ask yeah. for their help, to ask for guidance, to ask for healing, all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, and it's, you know, even something as simple as like Ouija boards when we were little kids, oh, yeah. you know, like we all was like, ooh, what's gonna happen? You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like fascinating for us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for a lot of people, they're like, is it really true? Is, are those things, do they exist, those yeah. things? And, and, are they really real? And so what I will say is, okay, the amount that we can perceive with our physical eyes of the light spectrum is very, very narrow. Okay, so you can only see a certain amount of stuff because your light, your eyes can only per perceive a certain bandwidth in the light spectrum. Yeah. But obviously, there is ultraviolet and there is infrared that you cannot perceive with your physical eyes, but they definitely exist. And there's much more. So just because you can't see it or perceive it doesn't mean it's not there. It just means that you physically can't perceive it. Okay. So that said, as you mentioned, this is a huge topic, right? So we're going to very loosely t today touch on a whole bunch of different little things that probably will be of interest to a number of you. And we'll go deeper into some subjects if there's um, like interest in it. Okay. So, um, for, for me, um, it's funny, I've, uh, when I was a little kid, I could perceive things that most people could not. And I was always told it was my imagination. But now, being who I am and with the abilities that I have, it wasn't my imagination. Mm -hmm. I was actually seeing um, things that most people can't perceive. Mm -hmm. So, um, and they were very real to me and they were very scary because a lot of that stuff is kind of dark. Mm. Okay, so we're gonna talk about, um, and everyone, because there's not much known about it, people um, tend to think of them as all one kind of thing, but they're often different things, but we just don't know that much about it. So we kind of yeah. lump things together. Yeah. And what I'll say also is that um, to me, because I perceive on frequency level, everything is a frequency pattern, okay? It doesn't mm. matter if it's un disembodied, embodied, doesn't really matter. It's just a frequency pattern. Even if it's an um, uh, an object? Yeah. So an object has a frequency pattern. It's very dense. Oh, okay. okay. But yeah. it's not but it's not animated in the same way. Okay. It, it has a pattern, but okay. it's not animated. Okay. And it has and like humans, because we're embodied, have a different frequency pattern than an animal, even though do you know what I mean? They're like embodied yes. too. And they're just, plants. And plants. And, yeah, yeah, they're all different. We just have different frequency signatures. Okay. okay. And so same with the unseen. S same with the unseen. Okay. So for example, um, you know, people will talk about ghosts. Yes. Okay. So ghosts is a pretty uh, common thing for people to perceive, meaning it's not uncommon. Like you've heard ghost stories. People tell them. People have experiences with ghosts. When Chris was a little guy, he used to, meaning a little boy, he used to see ghosts and stuff like that. I was terrified of ghosts, okay? Probably because I could see um, different things and it scared the heck out of me. And um, so I was always like, I don't want to see them. La, 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 la. <laughs> I don't want to see them because they're scary. It's scary. Yeah. And um, okay, so here's the thing. And we, there's a whole topic on 
the dead, right? So if you, you're curious about the dead, there's a whole um, Mastering Your Wealth and Frequencies episode called Demystifying the Dead. Yeah. So if you're curious about that, really that's a good like way to get into what is the dead. Okay, ghosts are the dead that are on the lower end of the, the frequency bandwidth. Okay, why? Depending on who you are and depending on how you died, you start to move upon death out of what I call the human or the lower realm. Okay, you start to move up in your frequency resonance. Okay, so if and um, how high you can go upon death really depends on how high your frequency resonance was when you were alive. Okay. And if you were awakened before you died, even if it's a split second. Okay. Okay. Mm. That will change your options in terms of where you can go when you're dead. When you perceive a ghost, it's somebody who's dead who's very dense. Okay, they haven't actually moved up very far. That's why we can perceive them. Does oh. that make sense? They can come into the human realm so that we, with our senses, which are, you know, awesome, but limited, yeah. can perceive them. So that means their resonance is much lower. They're like the dead who haven't really moved up in their resonance. They're still lingering in the lower realm. Like they're realm. trapped here? Some of them are, well, some of them don't know they're dead. Oh yeah, the, we did talk about this. Yeah, maybe we won't get too into it. it. But some of them don't know that they're dead. Some of them died suddenly. Yes. Like there's a whole bunch of different. There's reasons. a whole topic. Yeah. yeah. So in any case, um, when you perceive a ghost, oftentimes um, it's because they're in a place that's familiar to them, and they they don't realize they're dead or they don't know how to get out. So if it's a house. They lived in that house, yeah. right? So they're there and they think, oh, I'm still living here and what the hell are these people doing here? You know what I mean? That type of thing. Yeah. They don't understand why people can't hear them and they're, and they're in their space. Oh, that sounds horrible. Yeah, it's pretty horrible actually. Yeah. So actually we just had a recent experience with this. So we were just at this event at the uh, relationship with the one and we stayed a couple of extra days uh, Chris and I stayed a few days uh, with a friend just to explore Colorado and to hike and you know just have a little downtime. And we had rented an Airbnb. And when I saw the Airbnb and I was like, I didn't really pay attention to it too much, but I was like, there's something about this house. But I didn't think about it because mm -hmm. we know to rush and all this sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And we arrived there in the middle of the night and I was like, there's something off about this house. So anyway, <laughs> but I, we're tired. It's the, you know what I mean? We just did an event. We've been driving all day. Mm -hmm. We get there. So anyway, we're in bed and it's kind of like I'm slightly on edge, but I don't really know why. Yeah. Okay. And for me, just so you all know, I'm very fortunate. Like I can perceive on frequency resonant, like on frequency level, but I have to tune into things in order to perceive them. Because I have to like mm. tap into them. Some people are very sensitive. There's so much information around us on frequency level. I'm thankful that I'm not that sensitive because they can't turn it off. It's like they're bombarded with oh, all yes. of this stuff. Oh yes. And you're stuff. like, if I don't want to tune in, I, so I, won't. I just yeah. So it's like I'm not aware of it because I'm not. Tapping into it. It's like I haven't it's engaged like that your sense. choice. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> and it means that I can function in the world because some people are overwhelmed by it because they're mm -hmm. so sensitive, right? Mm -hmm. They're like, they're bombarded by all this information. Okay. So, anyway, I'm in my like human self, right? We're in bed, we're very tired, and because um, it's late at night. And I'm doing my little breath work because I do Wim Hof breathing before I sleep, it brings me into my body, helps me relax. And then, okay, so now I settle into bed. And Chris is on my left and I'm on my right. And I'm on his phone. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like we're falling to sleep. You're just like on that spit. And all of a sudden we hear a loud exhale. And we're both like, what the hell that? Right? And it was to my right. So I knew it wasn't Chris because there was nothing on my right, right? So I'm like, ah! Oh so my I, God. I am like, so I curse, right? I'm like, yeah. WTF! <laughs> I'm like, was that you? I'm pretty sure it wasn't you. And Chris is like, no, I thought that was you, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't you. And I'm oh like, my God. And then I'm like, okay, oh, all right. No, I was like, no, I was like, okay, no, you've got it. You've got it. Now, luckily, I have certain abilities, but I had to clear it. But it's interesting because on the physical level, in the presence of somebody dead, your heart, your body will go into response. So your heart will go, yeah. like your, your physiology will go into fright. Yeah. Because it's in the presence of something that is has a very high death frequency. It's a dead person, right? And they're in the physical realm. So, you know, your body has this response. So it's funny, so it's not, it was not funny at the time. So at the time, the fear response kicks in yeah. on a physical level. Hair stand Hair up. Hair stand up, yeah, yeah, like heart rate goes, right? And, and at this point, I'm like, okay, now I have to get myself into neutral somehow to clear this space. I'm like, okay, no, you can't be here. 
we're trying to sleep. No. Yeah. So anyway, so then I cleared uh, Mr. Ghost out of the way. And so he left. But it was sort of interesting because there was part of me that was uh, afraid because I physiologically was afraid. And there's part of me, the big S self. When you cultivate this, this has become really strong. There's part of me that's, it's good to be just fine. It's, yeah. it's, you work with this all the time. It's not a yeah. big deal. But, um, but it was interesting to have both at the same time. I was like, oh my goodness. But it was really, um, so I think I probably overcompensated with the clearing. I was like, I'm going to clear everything now. Yeah. Good. I should get a discount from the Airbnb for this. But anyway. Oh, so, really? Yeah. yeah. No, I feel like I should. Oh, you feel like you should. Yeah. Clear. yeah, yeah, yeah. So ghosts are a thing. When oh. they show up physically, I don't particularly enjoy it. Sure. Um, for some people who are really scared of ghosts, some of you have been a ghost and you're scared of being back in that state. So there are some of us um, who uh, died, who didn't cross over properly or got stuck in that state of that lower realm and didn't know they were dead and didn't know how to cross over properly and were kind of lost. And um, some of us, that's why we're so afraid of ghosts because we remember that state, mm. okay? Yeah. So there's a, the physiological, but I'm just saying for some of you, that's sure. why you're so scared. Yeah. Um, now, the next day, um, after I'd cleared the house, um, uh, Chris had parked, we were in two vehicles because our friend was in one vehicle and we were in another. And um, Chris was, um, our friend was up early and he was like, what was going on with your car? And we're like, what do you mean? He's like, because I would look out the window and the car would start flashing and beeping. And I was like, oh. oh. And, I, and it's funny, now a lot of people would say, oh, is that a ghost? I thought you cleared it. So it wasn't actually ghosts. So there's another thing that you may not be aware of, and I call them mischievous spirits. In Hawaii, they call these minehune, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. And there are different names for them in different places, and I'll call them mischievous sprites. Okay, so like in um, the um, places where uh, the Celts are, you know, mm -hmm. like the Irish, Scottish, even parts of France, yeah. right? Like the fairy world is real people. It is a frequency resonance. There are fairies. It exists. There's a world of fairies. So meaning there are fairies that are very light and bright, there are fairies that are more humanoid, that are more dense. They tend to be reclusive. Um, the mysterious sprites can be part of the fairy family. Wow, this okay. is fascinating. Yeah. yeah. And so they have a certain resonance. Uh, mm. They, um, So these mischievous sprites can be a, a, a pain, actually, because they'll do things like they'll hide keys, they'll make your car flash, they'll, like, you'll have a note written to yourself to remember stuff, they'll steal the little note, they'll do, like, things like, they'll mess with you. They'll, like, move things around, and you're gonna think it's a dead person. Not typically. Okay. They're different. Does that make sense? Yeah. They're a different resonance. Dead people don't really do stuff. No, like they'll do things habitually. So, for example, if they always went to the kitchen cabinet door to open the thing to get their plate every day, they might leave the door open. Do you understand oh, what I'm saying? Sure. So they might do sure. that. But right? not mess with not you. Not mess with you. Yeah. It's different. The it's trickster energy. Or yes, yeah. exactly. So when you have a mischievous spirit, they will mess with you. Okay? And they're like they're mischievous. Like that's what that's their point. They like to play, but it's not really fun for the person who's receiving it. <laughs> sure. So um it they did that one day and then another the next day after that, I didn't really when he said that, I was just, I didn't really, I don't know why I didn't register. I was like, okay. And we're thinking, okay, well, maybe it's Chris with his, you know, I don't know, whatever he had in his pocket and maybe it went off. And then um, at some other point, the um, coffee maker went off by itself. I was like, okay. So I'm like, okay, this, this is not a ghost. This is mysterious spirits. So finally, at some point I was like, okay, enough, enough. We're here right now. You can come back, but after we're gone, okay? <laughs> so I just clear them out because they because yeah. they get kind of like freaked out when you right and my my point is never to um, when I'm moving things away it's I'm clearing them out of that space but for the mysterious spirits they get um, I don't know why for these guys I was just like they um, I felt like I didn't want to just completely remove them they had something to finish in that space. Oh yeah, like they have a purpose for, for some something reason. in that space. Sure, it's not always the case. Yeah, I can remove them completely. Okay, but it's also for these guys, I didn't for some reason that I can't explain to you yet. Okay, but I just know. Yeah, but anyway, they stopped after that. I was wow. like, because if you don't, then I will clear you. Yeah, so please stop. <laughs> please stop. <laughs> okay, come back when we're gone. Come back when you're gone. If not, I will clear you out of yeah. the space. And then they stopped. And I was like, okay. Well. There you go. And then, they, then they, you know, it's interesting. But they're a thing. Wow. Like, for real. They'll Do, mess with you. Are there some people that can't perceive these things at all? Or are there? can everybody, it's just a matter of bringing your awareness to it? Or? Yeah, so um, 
they reside on different levels of like so with the mischievous spirits they tend to be around a certain like space meaning they'll tend to be around a home or like it's the land it's typically a somewhere on the land uh. okay that's where they'll kind of be so your question was can everyone perceive them you mean when they're messing with you or just general? just in general like i don't think i've ever uh, this is all very new to me like yeah. i've never seen a ghost i know people who have yeah i don't think i've ever had any stuff like this that's, yeah i have more dreams that are really wild and yeah in my dreams they'll come like that but yeah. not in my right. physical reality yeah. yeah not everyone needs to yeah uh, not everyone um experiences that's the first time i ever physically encountered a ghost like i work with dead people all the time oh yeah i mean that's what i do i clear things yeah it was the first time it showed up physically for me in that way wow. i was like really <laughs> <laughs> come on guys <laughs> we're trying to sleep yeah um the mischievous spirits you it's just because you haven't encountered them yet yeah, you, yeah, or maybe I have, and I thought I just misplaced mis- mis- it. Yeah, or people I will be like, that. I made things up. Yeah, or did yeah, I, yeah. Or did I? Or really like, put oh, that there? I must have been or like, the, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. So sometimes you oh, just okay. kind of oblivious, or we'll rationalize sure. our way around it. Sure. But the ghost thing, like maybe some people don't ever see ghosts. Yeah, it's yeah. very possible you never will see one. Okay. If you do, you'll have a physiological response. Yeah. Your body sure. will go into fear. Wow. Your, that's like, wild. your response to it will be like <gasps> heart racing. It just tends to happen that way. Yeah. Okay. Because you're in the presence of that death frequency. And that resonance doesn't feel good to us. Okay. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. And I'm sure whether you can see these things or not doesn't have any influence on how high you resonate. No, exactly. Okay. Yes, exactly. Thank you for asking that. Yeah. Yes. Being able to perceive these things has nothing to do with your frequency resonance. So this is an interesting topic, but it has nothing to do with awakening. Does that make sense? Okay. I'm glad you said that. So just because you can't perceive these things does not mean have any bearing on how high your frequency resonance is and where you are in your journey to awakening. And being able to perceive all these things doesn't mean you're awake. Okay. 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 It just means yeah. that, just like the frequency of light, it means that you can access the frequency resonance that those things are. Mm-hmm. You're just aware of them. Mm-hmm. And so you don't need to be aware of them to be of a high frequency resonance mm-hmm. at all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And some people aren't, and they just never will experience it. And some people don't ever want to experience it, so they're great. You know what I mean? Sure. And some people are just like, hell no, I don't want to experience it. And they actually, right, they keep okay. it outside of themselves. Like, no way. No way. So that happens too. Okay. But they are there. Okay, and that's the point, just to let us know that they are there. Yeah. So ghosts, the trickster energy, fairies, what are like the lighter fairies like? Oh, yeah. They're uh, playful, fun, but in a uh, not mischievous way, right? So okay. So they're more... Um, uh, they're very, very, very light, and they um, they have a very beautiful like laugh. Like mm. they'll laugh, like they kind of like it sounds like um, like a ripple, like like they'll laugh kind of together. Uh-huh. Um, and um, they'll um, if you're in certain places where the fairy energy is very strong, um, they can help. So, for example, mm. uh, when we were in Ireland, uh, one of the first times we were there, we uh, were going to the hill of Tara in order to do something we weren't sure what. Okay, we were just knew that we were being called there and that we, um, yeah, that we were being called there for some reason. We didn't know we were going to do ceremony of some kind, but we didn't know why. This is before I did frequency work. Okay. So my friend who lived, who lives in Ireland, or lived in Ireland, sorry, said, would you like to see the fairy glen? And I was like, yeah, who doesn't want to see a fairy glen? Come on. Mm-hmm. Right? So off we went into this, it was like this little opening right next to the highway. You would never notice it. It was mm. next to a construction site, for goodness mm. sake. And we dropped into this place. It was all wooded and mossy and green. And there was a stream running through it. It was beautiful. This huge wall of moss on, on the, on the mm. rocks. And you could feel them. And um, you could feel them around. Anyway, and um, at some point uh, when we were there, um, we, I asked them for help. I said, we're going to the Hill of Tara. We're going, um, we don't know why we're going, but we've been called to it. And, we're, and I showed them who I was, like, mm-hmm. you know, my heart space and all this sort of thing. I didn't let them enter me, but I just showed them my heart space. And I said, we would like your blessing. Mm. Okay, I don't know what we're going for. So anyway, the next day comes and we go to the Hill of Tara. And um, by the way, the Hill of Tara is massive. It's like kilometers like oh. rolling hill, there's a hill, like it's huge. Oh, wow. And we're like, we don't know where we're going or why we're here. Mm-hmm. And we pull up into this parking lot, it's packed, like like hundreds of cars. And we're like, it's a huge tourist destination. Okay. So we get out, go pee and come back. And we're like, we don't know where we're going. All of a sudden, like out of nowhere, this little man, little tiny man, he's probably like five foot tall or something, comes running over to us. He's like, hello there. We're like, hi. <laughs> 
<laughs> he looks like a little fairy. He's like a wee man. Like oh my a wee God. little man. And he goes, would you like to be taken to the heart chakra of the Hill of Tara? Because my friend knows where it is. Would you like to go? We're like, yes. Yeah, we would. Yes, we would. <laughs> That is perfect. <laughs> and he took us. Oh my gosh. To the, like, his friend took us. He wasn't talking to anyone else. They were having biscuits and tea in the van. And it was very Irish. And then he took us, and we walked, like, literally for about a kilometer and a half. And he took us to this one spot. We would never in a million years have found this spot. He's like, okay, here it is. And, and we had this whole, this whole, and I won't go into the whole story now, but this whole thing devolved, but he was like, he had been waiting for us. He's like, okay, so you're meant to be doing ceremony here. Um, you and your friend, she would, she, like, meaning, because it was a woman. That I was okay. Like, he's like, they've been waiting for you to do ceremony over there. We'll just wait for you here. He didn't tell us anything about what it was. He's like, just go over there and you'll figure it out. And I was just like, who are you? <laughs> but he didn't. What we were doing was we were clearing, it turned out that we were clearing a whole bunch of um, women who had been killed in that area. Wow. And we were helping them move them into the pure slip. But he, he didn't tell us that before And this we was before there. you were doing frequency work. Yeah. So how did you know what to do? I just followed. <laughs> Got it. That's the theme here. <laughs> followed. But yeah. the fairies are like a, like I'm, all I'm saying is, all this magic happened. Like who, like what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So the fairies are like a real frequency. Wow. They're a little package of frequencies. They ha are very different. They're a thing. Um, as well, things that are like uh, darker are things like entities, which we've talked about before. Yeah. Right? Those yeah. are unseen, but definitely there. There are definitely alien frequencies. Um, that, yeah. Yep, yeah, we've talked about that before. Yeah. Uh, aliens are definitely a thing. They're not all the same, just like with people, we're not all the same. Aliens are like, that's such a huge term. Right? It's like all Yeah, and these you have that things. image in your head yeah, of, like, of like the very the, typical yeah. on the spaceship. spaceship. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, that's one kind of alien being. Yeah. There's so many kinds. They're wow. just not from here. So they all have different frequencies. They're different. Some are here to help. Some are here to not help and actually destroy. Mm -hmm. Whatever it is, they're mm -hmm. very different. So they all, they all exist. Now I'm remembering, oh my God, how could I forget? I have had an experience with mm -hmm. the cockroach energy. Yeah. I, there was a time where, uh, yeah, you're right, a visceral response. So I'm jumping all around. So basically I could feel, yeah. I could sense something yeah. was like, Every hair sticking up, right? Kind mm -hmm. of, kind of vibe. Yeah. And it was always at night. Yeah. And it would like freak me out. And yeah. then this was a, it happened to me for like two weeks. Yeah. I don't know why. And I was seeing cockroaches everywhere. Yeah. And I know we have cockroaches in Hawaii, but it was like no, it was like, like something more. was following me. Yeah. And just me. Yeah. No one else. Yeah. I was just like ah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that's yeah, a thing. Yeah. That's actually a thing. And that yeah. for you, that was actually an alien frequency. An alien frequency. Yeah. Oh, so, and you had told me, actually, mm -hmm. and so maybe listeners, this might help calm any nerves, but as you're kind of doing the work and mm -hmm. getting brighter, you might get kind of attacked by yeah. something yeah, like that. Yeah, or things will be attracted to attracted. you and see if they can come into your space. Right. Because if you're not holding your space, space and you're at a very high resonance, you're very valuable on the food chain. Mm -hmm. of things that need to feed off bioenergy because your resonance is high. It's kind of like, you know, um, are you going to eat this really delicious, nutrient-dense kale salad versus a bag of potato chips? There's nothing wrong with a bag of potato chips, but from a nutrient standpoint, very you low. The, yeah. Right? So if you're going to eat the same thing, you kind of want the kale salad because you're probably going to get more nutrients out of it. Right? Mm -hmm. So as your frequency resonance rises, you're kind of like the kale salad. Oh. Right? So, and what they'll do is they'll press in to see if they can come into your space, if you can hold it, Sometimes those things, and I'm going to say something probably controversial, sometimes those things are there for you to strengthen, to be like, I don't like this, I need to be stronger, I'm going to push mm. you away from me. So, but here's the thing, they're teaching you how to be stronger, but if you're foolish enough to let them in, they'll take advantage of it. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. yes. Okay, so it's like fair game. It's like if you can hold your space, great, I'll teach you how to be stronger. But if you're a sucker and you're going to let me in, then I'm in mm. and now we have a problem. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. okay, wow. So yep. these are things to be aware of. Yeah, totally. I like the helper ones better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The other thing, too, that I just want to remind people is, you know, the darkness is kind of sneaky sometimes. It's not going to be like, hello, little girl. I am the darkness. <laughs> Come with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they'll show up as like, a lot of people say, like, do you work with guides? I'm like, no. Really, if your connection is with pure source, follow that. Okay? Mm. Yourself, higher self, pure source. If you have a guide, just be really sure that it's what it appears to be. Because the darkness sometimes will appear to be light. 
So they'll cloak themselves in brightness. Oh, and boy. what you'll do is you'll start to open your heart space and then whoop, it'll be right in there. Whoa. So you have to be really careful. So okay. what you need to do always, if something appears to you, I don't care how bright and loving and amazing it looks, you ask it, are you aligned with pure source? Mm. Okay. And the darkness actually, if it is dark, will do something. It will change shape. It will diminish, it will show itself, it will, you know what I mean? You ca it can't really get around that. It can't say that it is aligned with pure source if it's not. Oh. So it will, do you see what I'm saying? It yeah. will do something. And so then you'll know. Then you'll know. But always ask. Because, again, like, it'll take advantage. Like, if you're smart enough to hold your space, that's fine. But if you aren't being aware, then they'll take advantage of it. Yeah. So just have some awareness. That's right? a really good tip. It Thank doesn't you. matter how bright, how shiny, how loving, how whatever it is. I'm the ascended master of whatever. That's lovely. Are you aligned? Are you aligned with your source? Okay. <laughs> cool. And I think you I think you've also said this in the past like be sure to notice if you're giving your power away, like yes. especially with guides and angels, a lot of people work yeah. with those things. So yeah. Really, you you had said it should only be your higher self. Yeah. yeah, and also see if it resonates with you. So people go to different people who work with these different. They claim that they're channeling certain things. Yeah. Okay, that they're channeling the angels, or they're channeling Mary Magdalene, or they're channeling whatever something good. Okay, so be like, don't give your power away, and just be like, oh, the archangel Gabriel told them that, or my guides are telling me through this person mm -hmm. are telling me something. Check to see if it resonates with you, okay? Just check yourself. Like, is this actually true for you? Mm -hmm. Does it really seem like a good idea to you? You know what I mean? Because you don't know what they're channeling necessarily, right? And it, it's shocking to me sometimes because even people sometimes who start frequency work, you know, they'll meet somebody. Because, again, when you're bright, you start to attract things that aren't so bright. Yeah. And um, so I had this client. He had done a, a number of sessions. And somehow he found this woman who was supposedly channeling some archangel. He goes to see her. She tells him some cool stuff, then starts to ask him for more and more money. And her mm -hmm. life is falling apart. Like, her life is kind of chaotic. And then when she, he has a session with her, she tells him more about her life and how it's falling apart and it's getting kind of terrible. Like, she's kind of like overstepping like, oh, the yeah. boundary of like professional. What a, a professional practitioner. Yeah. And she starts asking him for more money. And he's like, it's starting to feel a little weird. And I'm thinking to myself, you're, because he handed her, his power to her, mm. she must know better. So he's seeing all of her humanness, her mess, that's maybe not what it seems to be. Yeah. But because he's given her his power, he's not assessing, is this person what they seem? Is what, they're, like, what I'm receiving for them cl clear? You know what I mean? So my point is to check, to mm -hmm. see, like, look at their lives. Like one good indication is if you're working with somebody who works in this realm, mm -hmm. how are their lives? Like are their relationships good? Are they physically healthy? Do they have abundance? Like how sorted are they? Is there a lot of drama around them or uh -huh. not? That's a good tell. That's a good, yeah. yeah. So if you look at their physical life and it's a mess, chances are. Red flag. Red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about giving your power away like your own personal angels or guides? Mm -hmm. Like I know some people who are practitioners of different kinds yeah. and they'll call in their or their stones yes or their stuff like yeah. all these tools yeah I, I just wonder like is that giving your power away to these other things well or I, is that really helpful I think for some people yeah. when they be for some people it's very helpful I, my feeling is that if your frequency resonance is high enough and because I've had the good fortune of journeying with different shamans okay who are powerful and they will tell you those objects are not relevant like the ceremony, can, is, it's with them. Yeah. You know, it's with them and their connection to um, whatever they call, you know, the one infinite. They all have different names for it, you know? Yeah. And so, so anybody who's really powerful will tell you, you don't need the objects. Like, or even a very ritualized ceremony because it's coming, they're in flow, right? They're in response to what is. Right. So the most powerful ceremony is the one that's done in response, right? Like you're in the moment in response to whatever is unfolding and you were surrendered to that moment, yeah. right? And they know that they are following. That's the most powerful kind of ceremony. You know, it's not the, mm. do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. People get caught up in the ritual oh, yeah. and the things, the You've objects, the placement. You've got to have this particular stone yeah. and this, no. It's... Yeah, or that particular incantation or that whatever. It's not important. Or that guide or yeah. this guide. Yeah. You don't, 
you don't really need it. Need it. Okay, that's so what I thought. That's, what, that's my feeling. Um, and the higher in resonance you go, you become, you start to surrender more into like perhaps not knowing, right? So the guides can be helpful because in a way, because some people need the certainty of like this is what's, what, what is being told. Yeah. Okay. And it always depends on the frequency resonance of the person, right? So please know, there's some people who are very high in frequency resonance who are like, they don't have a guide, but they'll like they'll pick up on certain things around you. For mm. example, mm. they don't always call in the same people, mm -hmm. but they're high enough in resonance that they can pick up around you what's happening. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. That's a little bit different. Yeah. So, really, just um, as you become higher in frequency resonance yourself and your own distortion patterns fall away, always ask when you're working with someone, are they aligned with pure source? And then check what are they telling me? Does it feel resonant with me? Am I handing them my power? Am I considering what they're telling me? You know, it's funny, like people blindly give away your power, so it's important to, to not do that. Mm -hmm. Especially when you're dealing in the realm of the unseen. Yeah. Right, because how do you know, right? How do you know? Yeah. And all those things do exist. Like dragons are a thing. They have their own frequency. The angels have their own frequency. Mm. These are not made up things, mm. they exist. Wow. Now, whether or not you're aware of them is another thing, but they're there as frequency resonances, and if the more you kind of, um, and again, being aware of them isn't required for the awakening process, which yeah. is the key thing, yeah. okay? So just please know that yeah. that's really the thing. This is like the yeah. amazing, like, like variety. Like, it's like, like flowers, you know? Like flowers of all these different colors. And yeah, textures, like you're just letting us know, hey, did you know, you know that there's this, 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 flower, this flower? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they're not required in order okay. for you to ascend. Okay, that's good to know. And since the topic of the unseen is so vast and, so um, kind of um, obscure for a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. Can people ask questions to you? Like, do you take questions? Yeah, so if you have questions about this, you can yeah. write into info at, and then we okay. can always do a podcast if there's enough questions on the same topic. Oh, great. And I'll go deeper into something. Okay, cool. But um, yeah, there's a whole realm of, I mean, of course, right? Humans only have like this tiny glimpse of like, you know, what we were able to perceive for so long. And, you know, you had to journey or go see medicine people yeah. or whatever to access those realms or take something in order to access. And now as our frequency resonance is rising, we're able to, some of us, access different realms because we're stable enough, mm -hmm. we're strong enough, so mm -hmm. we can access different space-time realities. Because all those things are just frequency resonances mm -hmm. that you have to be sensitive enough to feel them. Does that make sense? Yeah. To be aware of them because they resonate at a different rate than we do. So... If um, there are some of us, and there are more and more, who will start to be able to perceive them. Mm -hmm. And if you're not scared of them and you know what they are, it becomes easier, right? Yeah, you're just like, totally. okay, that that exists. Now, here's the thing. One last thing about the unseen. Mm -hmm. So please remember that you have dominion over your body unless you give it away, okay? Because you're occupying it. Mm -hmm. So meaning, if something scary shows up for you, okay, I'm gonna give you three steps, okay? So you become aware of your body like immediately. You become aware. Now, probably your heart's pounding at your chest and you feel like you're freaking out, so probably you're aware you're, of your body. Yeah, you're probably right there in your body, yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh my God, this yeah. is happening. So you're aware of your body. Okay, you're gonna be aware of your connection to pure source. That will trump just about anything, okay? Because you are connected to the divine. Divine is part of you. Yeah. So you're like, this like, basically trumps everything else. So you're aware of your body. You're aware of your connection to pure source. If you can, you can become aware of your spirit body. If you have the wherewithal, if you're freaking out, it might be harder. Yeah. But even if you do steps one and two, remember that that gives you authority over your body, mm -hmm. okay? And it gives you, for most of you, some of you have so much, um, there's a few that have a lot of darkness and it's hard for you to, to mitigate that because you don't have enough leverage. But for the vast majority of people, that's enough to be like, no, no, I'm here in my body. I'm connected to pure source, get out, mm -hmm. okay? Does that make sense? Yeah. There's some of you who are more challenged with that. You have a lot more darkness around you. You probably need more help in very specific ways. Um, but that's not the majority. That's a very small percentage, but that's there. Um, but just to remember, those two steps will really help you to stay present in the body, in the present moment of space-time, connected to pure source, and that way nothing can come in. Yeah. So. I feel like you could even play the... Um 
the GFC where you have the people push, push up. The, yeah. What well, I'm blanking on what that's called right now, but the confirming the removal. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. you do that? Yeah, maybe? you could do that. Just to give a little support well, if yeah, you feel exactly. trapped, trapped or something. Yeah. yeah. You can do the confirm removal, and it's the same. Uh, you can also do the morning meditation, setting the tone of the day, because that also pushes things out that are go. not serving you. Great. So those are two tools as well. Okay. Thank you. Very informative. Very interesting topic. Yeah. Thanks, Karen. Thank you. For those of you who are new, we're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for things that go bump in the night. So whether you can perceive or are aware of the unseen realm to whatever degree that you are able to, uh, whether that's fun for you or whether that's scary for you, or whether you're somebody who would like to have more experiences with the mystical or the unseen, um, whatever the case may be, it's important that uh, you stay centered in your body because if you don't, and you don't stay centered in your body, and uh, there's space in your body, uh, then things can come into your body, which isn't very good for you. Okay, and then can hang around and then cause uh, chaos or emotional distress or physical breakdown or whatever it is. So we don't want that to happen. So uh, this is really about anchoring you very firmly uh, in yourself so that you. Um, uh, are uh, not letting anything in. Okay, so here we go, bringing your attention to the back side of your body from your waist all the way down to your heels. Becoming aware of what this part of your body is touching, if it's bearing weight, the coolness or the warmth of this part of the body. Good. And now please become aware of your heartbeat. So you can either become aware of your heartbeat by using your feeling sense, or if that's not available to you, which is totally fine, you can put your physical hand over your physical heart and feel the heartbeat reverberating through your chest. Neither is better, they're just different. And now please become 
aware of your breath. Just noticing it at first without changing it. Noticing if you have a need to change it or to make it better or to have it be something other than what it's not right now. And after a couple of seconds or a couple of breaths of observing your breath, allowing for your breath to deepen, to become a much, much slower, to take up more space within your body. And now please notice if you can imagine or become aware of your breath becoming spherical. So meaning most people, when they think of their breath expanding or contracting, if they do, they imagine it either doing that in front of them or behind them. So in this case, please imagine your breath expanding and contracting in all directions, above, below, front, back, side to side. Very good. Yeah. Now please become aware of your surroundings. So becoming aware of the air against your skin. Noticing the temperature of the air, the texture of it. So is it heavy and full of dampness or perhaps smog or is it light and dry? Noticing its movement, if there is any. And then whenever you are ready, blinking your eyes open and noticing the quality of the light. Maintaining a soft focus, so you're not really looking at anything particular. Just noticing the quality of the light. Good. So if you're more experienced and you prefer to do this with your eyes closed and it works with your eyes closed, then go ahead and close your eyes. But for those of you in particular who are new, please keep your eyes open for triangulation. So triangulation or triangulating is when you become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. And what those objects are is not important. And you're going to notice the distance between each object and you and then feel that distance. So for example, If object A is the dresser, you would notice that the dresser is about seven feet away from you. And then you would feel the distance between the dresser and you.
and then you'll do the same thing for objects B and C. And you'll find that as you do this with each object, your sense of where you are in space somehow becomes clearer, more defined, more present for you. For those of you who are a little quicker at this, bringing your attention to your heart space in the center of your chest and your nipple line. Breathing normally when you arrive here. And if you've had your eyes open for triangulation and have completed it, please close your eyes if you haven't already. Now let's take one deep breath together, keeping our attention in that heart space in the center of your chest, inhaling, holding your breath at the top of your breath for a count of five. And after that five count, releasing the air out of your lungs at the intensity and speed that you prefer, holding your breath out for a count of four. Breathing normally whenever you have finished this single long breath. And what we are doing as we finish this long breath, and I'm just present, with our attention in the heart space, breathing normally, is that we're waiting for the mastermind to coalesce or to become coherent. And whilst we're waiting for that to happen, please know that I'm working on you at the group and the subgroup level and that I often work in silence. So please know that I'm still working on you, even if you don't hear me. Typically that happens when I'm working with very high frequencies and to make physical noise only drops the frequency resonance, which does not serve you. And I do also occasionally make sound. So you may hear me hum or yawn or exhale sharply. And that's typically, but not always, when I'm releasing uh, heavier or stickier distortion patterns. Good. So now that the mastermind has coalesced, you're going to bring your attention to your xiphoid process, which is right underneath your sternum. So your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. If you trace the length of your sternum to its base, where it goes from bone to flesh, that little fleshy point, which is a bit tender when you press on it, that's your xiphoid process. So you're just going to keep your attention here as we ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? That question again, for those of you who are new, is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the center of your body. And as you become aware of this space, 
imagining or becoming aware of a brilliance at its very center. And now this brilliance starts to brighten, to intensify because you have your awareness on it. And it very naturally expands outwards through all of your cells. Out through your organs. Through your bones. out through your flesh and your muscles, radiating out even more through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. <sighs> Becoming very aware of the brilliance within the sphere. Good. And now please become very aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm working on you at spirit level to increase your frequency resonance, irrespective of where it began. This is one of the most important things we do together because how high your frequency resonance is impacts everything from what your reality looks like to how you perceive it how much distortion you can release, and how quickly you can integrate. Good. So bring your attention now, please, right into that heart space, or keep it there, rather. And as you bring your attention to the heart space, what we're going to do is release um, the distortion pattern of fear of the unknown, okay, which is very human and very normal. So we're just going to release this so that you just don't immediately panic. I mean, you might have fear because you are human and it is unknown. However, it won't just overwhelm you so you shut things down. So to release this. So for some of you, this fear is really deep. So a few layers to this. And some of you, uh, the layers are deep, just with regards to fear. So everything, so one is fear of the unknown, okay? And the other is just fear generally. So in either case, uh, there is um, a heightened fear response. So you may have to release more layers 
for you. Can hold your neutrality in the experience of the unknown. Good. Yeah. Bring your attention, please, to that xiphoid process and the midpoint of your solar plexus. So your solar plexus is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. So you're going to find the midpoint between those two points. Okay. And back at that xiphoid process, which is right at the base of that sternum. Okay. So I'm just going to be quiet for a little bit okay, to help you anchor into this center part of your body. If you could also become aware, please, of your spine, okay, from the tip of your tailbone all the way up into your skull. So I realize it's a lot of points. So if you're not familiar with this, you can put a hand on each point in the front of your body and then bring your attention to your spine, okay, if that's helpful for you. If it's not, then don't do it. Okay, so keeping your attention on these three points. And if you can't, for some reason, hold the two points with your hands or it's distracting the most important of the three is your spine okay so anchoring you into the center of your body So nothing else can come in. Or it's harder for something else to come in. It depends on who you are. Yeah. Good, becoming aware of your spirit body now. Arms length all around you. And you're just going to imagine this fear of your spirit body becoming very bright and very smooth. There's no cracks, there's no openings. Smooth sphere of light. Bring your attention now to your xiphoid process and about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it towards the belly button. Clearing out your pain body. Because your pain body has a memory of you before you cleared these distortions which makes it harder to integrate. This only takes a couple of seconds.
good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this one session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support. If you'd like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.